We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Imagine I'm your Wi-Fi signal in the centre of your home, coming in loud and clear. But when I start to move over here, not so much. Thinking about heading into the basement? Not with your Wi-Fi. And here, well, there's this. That's why there's panoramic Wi-Fi from Cox. It casts a wider net with an advanced modem and extenders so it reaches every corner of your home. Here, here, and here. Welcome home a new kind of internet. It's wall-to-wall fast panoramic Wi-Fi from Cox. G'day everybody, welcome to a new podcast all about the Carlton Footy Club, the Carlton Show, a podcast where we only talk the Carlton Footy Club. We don't mind getting bits and pieces about what's going on every every now and again elsewhere, but uh, if you just want to talk Carlton and hear people talk Carlton, the Carlton Show is the place to go for your daily and weekly fix. Annie Mars, my name, most of you probably know where my loyalties have Lay for quite some time. I'm joined with a couple of Carlton Desperates blokes who I've known for about 30, 35 years. We cut our teeth together on the terraces of Princess Park as young bucks. Paul Barbaza, a.k.a. Bagsy, is one of those. Uh, hello to you, Paul. G'day, Andy. How you going, mate? Lovely, mate. The other one is Stephen Purdile, a.k.a. Gecko, the Geckman Parbuster. How are you, Coco? Yeah, very well. Thanks, Andy. So we're talking Carlton. That's what we're going to do. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at The Carlton Show. Hopefully, if anyone knows how to social media themselves up, we might even get a Facebook page and get involved in Instagram at some stage. But none of us know how, how to get any of that stuff happening, do we? What's Instagram? There you go. Thank you very much. Um, the off-season. Let's get stuck straight in. What we're going to do today uh, at the end of the, in the back end of this podcast is go through every single player that's on our list this year. We'll pass... Um, you know, by quickly the young fellas haven't played a game yet. But those with exposed form, we're going to give our thoughts on where those players need to be at the end of 2017 to get the big pass mark. Feel free to let us know whether we've been on the money, fair or unfair. Send us your thoughts at the Carlton Show on the way. Through any questions you want us to address as well, as Carlton people talking to Carlton people, you can send those to us, points you want to make. We will respond. But the off-season's been amazing um, for a lot of reasons, but primarily I'd put to you two blokes, and you go first, Bagsy, um, the Women's League, uh, and, Car- and what Carlton, what, what it's meant for Carlton, what it's meant for Princess Park. Have you been completely blown away by what's happened at our home ground? Definitely, definitely blown away. I, I'd have to put my hand up as a doubting Thomas. I thought it was... When you to- first heard it was coming online. Yeah. I'd- yep. Women's yeah, footy. Women's footy yeah. in general. I just thought um, it'd be unwatchable. Uh, to the normal punter, um, who's been obviously watching VFL, stroke AFL for 100 years. But um, I've been blown away with the standard, with uh, the passion, the way they go in so hard. Um, I don't think I'd like to be out there, to be honest. They, 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 are rec- they, they hit hard. They're borderline reckless, some of them. I mean, yeah. they, they are so hell-bent on doing the right thing by their coach, and their teammates, that some of them are actually reckless. And, you've, and we've seen a lot. There's a huge, um, you know, per player, there's been a big injury toll already. That's another story for probably the end of the season to be debated. But when when we saw, 20, I don't know whether you went to, I went to the, the Carlton Collingwood game, Princess Park, 24,500 lockout. I don't know whether you were there. Yes. I was otherwise engaged that night. Could you, it, it was, when you heard the news that this that number had turned up, could you believe what you were hearing? 
No, look, I, I definitely taped the game. I was going out and I was going to always watch it when I got home. But even in between watching it, I'd heard on the grapevine it was a lockout and it was mayhem down there. And, uh, you know, it was probably the best publicity the AFL could have expected, to tell you the truth. It was, uh, it's quite phenomenal. You know those days when we used to stand, you know, as 15, 16-year-olds, when we first, probably a couple of years earlier than that, when we first started going on the footy together, and we'd be there to watch the resis, and we'd get there halfway through the second quarter of the reserve game. And, you know, the big games, Carlton Essendon, Carlton Collingwood, Carlton Richmond at Princess Park. And you'd hear, oh, it's a lockout. Like halftime in the resis, the word would sort of buzz around, oh, it's a lockout. They've locked the gates. Remember, you'd hear that mm. yeah a lot at Princess Park yeah, and the, and the right, suburb. Yeah. That were, that went around. Oh, the gates been closed here. And then ten minutes into the first quarter, the noise that was coming. I was standing. In, I was standing where we used to stand. It's not the same anymore, the obviously. Box. Yeah, press box in front of where the outlet stand the is. Outlet you know, on the yeah. on the walkway there. I was standing in the same old spot that we used to stand. And the first ten minutes, you're watching a women's game. No question about that. It was the novelty of women playing footy that you're there for. Something happened halfway through the first quarter where it ceased to be fans watching women play footy. It was fans watching Carlton v Collingwood. And the noise was straight out of 1982. It was straight out of 1982. Honestly, you closed your eyes. It smelt different. There was no cigarette smoke. There was no uh, heavy beer you know, rolling down the staircase. No blokes taking a piss in empty cans next to you. But the sound was exactly the same as it was 25 years ago at yeah. the ground that we grew up loving so much. Yeah, well, uh, my daughter went, and God bless her, um, and she's, as you know, both know she's passionate. She went with her partner, and she just said the atmosphere was electric. It was. She absolutely, she loves the whole concept, by the way. But, um, you yeah, know, she came back with glowing reports. And look, good on the AFL um, um, I think the Susan Alberti's had yeah, a lot to do with all those. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of very, lot of very committed who, women who've had a lot to do. But, you with know, this, they've yeah. done it really well. I mean, and to have it in the summer months, mm. eight week season, very clever. You, does it make you proud? Does it make it makes me proud of the footy club. Where we, you know, just, I'm wrapped. I'm wrapped. The footy club was chosen when they made the announcement that Carlton was one of the eight teams. I was wrapped. Yeah. I just had doubts. That's all. I was. I was skeptical that. It wasn't going to be received. I thought maybe a couple of thousand, two, three thousand people might go. And look, at the moment, you know, crowds are probably around what six, seven, eight, nine thousand. They're, they're sort of sitting between the six mm. to ten thousand now. Yeah. And, and let's not get totally carried away because that was Carlton Collingwood. So we always knew that. I, I thought they'd get ten to fifteen, yeah. but I didn't think it'd be a lockout. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, it's been a fan, it's a big tick, and let's hope it and, and it will grow. It will grow, and it will grow, and it will grow. The other big news from a Carlton perspective, Gecko, was the news that we read and heard discussed this week, and that is that Chris Judd is returning to the footy club. We know that he returned to football, in inverted commas, last year with a couple of media gigs that he committed to. Surprisingly, in my eyes, I I thought Judd would be one of those blokes who would play the game, be the champion he was, and then disappear and go and do something else. But footy's dragged him back in, a bit like the family and... um, Mm. El Pacino in The Godfather. I try and get out. It keeps dragging me back in. And here he is now as the new footy director replacing Bear Gleeson at the footy club. Are we? Are you happy about the fact that Chris Judd is the man who's going to be the board appointee to you know, drive the football agenda at the club? Oh, look, I think a guy of his stature has to have a lot of good intel as a player and um, certainly uh, giving advice. Um 
he was obviously part of the the committee that chose our uh, coach as well with um, Postacoglu and and company. Mm. Um, you know, he ticks. He's always ticked boxes, Juddy. There's not nothing you can pot him about. I mean, and he's a uh, he's one of our own. I, I guess Bear Gleason also, and and you have to be a bit careful with the nepotistic nature of drawing ex players into the uh, into the club. But um, uh, Juddy's bona fide. I, I, I can't see that uh, being anything but a positive. Personally. If you're going to get on the board of anything, you better be passionate about the joint. You can't get. I don't think you can get. I don't think you can bring people in from outside who don't care about the place. Because because if you're on the board of a footy club, they're going to ask you to go above and beyond. Time. What they, you might think? Yeah, I'll do this, and I'll turn up to a board meeting here and there, and all the rest of it. Nah, you got to go to games. You got to turn up to functions. You got to go to board meetings. You got to put your hand in your pocket. You got to get other blokes to put their hand in your pocket, their pocket. You have to go way above and beyond if you're going to get on an AFL board. So, um, I think it's, I think it, it says to me that he is that he that the passion burns a bit deeper for the footy club beyond his playing days um, than I maybe thought it did. That I thought he's just going to be one of those blokes that sort of walk away from footy. But I'm rapt to see you know him. Still hanging around the footy club. Yeah, well, would it, so far in his life, whatever he's done, he's done well. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I don't. I would hope that that doesn't change. Uh, but look, time will tell, Andy, whether that's the position that suits him. Um, yeah, it's very different, obviously, to what he's done in the past. Um, he's done a little bit of media. Mm. I don't know if he liked that or not. But no, he's done. He's done too. He's on Triple M and he's doing the footy classified. So, yeah, I think I'm sure he'll be rolling around doing those again. He's done so. everything. Yeah, beautiful wife. Had twins. He's done a couple all. of boys. Fart. It, it confirms, I think, for the long future, for the long game, it, it confirms that his boys will be Carlton father sons. I don't. It knocks the West Coast prospect right out of the ballpark, doesn't it? Gee, put some pressure on the kids. I would have thought so. Why not? Look, I guess there's one other way to look at this as well, is that um, maybe Juddy just sees bright lights ahead and mm-hmm. he wants to get on board the bus. Um, I, there just seems to be a gentle momentum starting to build a nice wave down at the club and I, I've got a feeling a lot of people want to get on that wave, you know. So mm. let's just hope that's the way it works out. Well, I'm told the AFL want to get on the wave and this is no nothing sort of going to knock hold the, hold the back page or anything, but I'm told the AFL are going to commit at least a million dollars to the footy club that um, to help resurface the place. They know that it is a venue now of the future. It has a place in the grand scheme of things, whether it's you know for VFL purposes and um, AFLW purposes. I know somewhere in the back of your mind, people still harbour the hope that we might play some AFL footy there at some stage. But the AFL is going to commit a hundred a million dollars to the resurfacing of the footy club. It's a ground that does hold a bit too much water in the middle of winter. So they see a clear future for Princess Park going forward and the AFL is going to put some of its hard-earned in, which I think is a great thing. That ground should be used more often and a more high-profile. You're purely talking the women's footy here. Well, I'm just talking they know that there's there's a need to get this surface up to scratch for whatever their long game is. Who knows what the AFL's long game is? Oh, well, let's see if we can get Gilda... Or someone will ask Go him about Go straight into his pockets and pull out another plenty million and can uh, see if he can do a, a lot more to the ground and maybe we can get 25000 there against uh, all our interstates. Gold so cuts. come across. Why not? Geelong, Geelong's got their ground. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I'd love play. it. Right, here we are. We're here in early 2017. Do you ever think we'll get an AFL game played at Carlton again? 
Oh, it's hard to say. Look, well, yes, yes or no. There, there is room for boutique grounds. I mean, there are still those interstate clashes against some of the lesser support. Have you seen teams. the dunny? Have you seen the dunnies out the back of Princes Park? Have you seen the gates they on the road? Pa- much, mate. No, there's a lot of work to be done at <laughs> that place. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no. The there's a lot of in. ghosts in those toilets. Andrew. Andrew. All I'll yeah, say, if is those walls could talk. A very wise man told me many, many years ago, never say never. That's a very wise, very, very wise point and good advice and advice we should all hear. Righto, Bagsy, you go first. Before we get stuck into discussing uh, player by player, those on our list, um, where are we at as a footy team where and a footy club? Where are we at going into this season? I think they're in a good place. I really do. I mean, Bowl reports, you know, they're training the house down, but we know that every club does that. But I think the, the youth, we've got a good blend of youth and a bit of experience. And that experience at the moment is obviously blokes like Kerno, Armfield, uh, the captain, Simpson, Simpson, and all those guys there. I mean, you can build young players around those guys. Those young players, they've got the best opportunity to learn from some of the most passionate blokes around in football. If they don't learn from these type of blokes, they will never learn and learn quickly. I think the list is in a reasonable place. We probably, you know, need, you know, like all teams, another midfielder or so. Rucks, not not 100% sure on our Rucks. Yeah, we've been dealt a bit of a blow there. We'll get to Andrew yeah. Um And the forward line is now probably starting to take shape, providing our, you know, first round draft. Are you worried about year. wins and losses this year? No, I'm not. So you don't care what the bottom, you're not going to get antsy if the win-loss record no, is worse this year than it was last not year? Not at all. Where are you at? Yeah, I, I think we got... A little bit lucky, if you want to be serious, with our wins last year. Well, we were six wins. and five last year. Yeah, we were six and five. Yeah, we pulled a couple out of our hat. We had we had a real momentum sort of period in the middle of the season, but I think uh, we caught a lot of teams at the right time, and you know we made the best of our cha- opportunities. Um, so I'm not necessarily even thinking we'll match that this year. I, I'm not really worried from that point of view. So wins, losses, the bottom line doesn't worry you at all. No, it's it's all all about you. You just want to see four quarter efforts, and you want you just want to see players playing passionately every week. Basically, yeah. you, don't, you just don't want to see drop off in performance where you're shaking your head, thinking, well, either the message's not getting through, or it's a bit too hard for some of these guys to sort of execute what they're being asked to do. Everyone's got to take a deep breath. Hmm. Now, we had a really good year last year. Seven wins was probably beyond what we all thought. And we lost to um, Essendon, Brisbane and Gold Coast. That's 10 of our last 11, yeah. And and they, they all finished, I think they all finished beneath us. Hmm. So, I mean, with a bit of luck, had they won those games, which they didn't, but if they did, you got 10 wins. So that's, that's extraordinary. Yeah. Oh, here's my bottom line assessment, right? I reckon... And I'm not worried about wins losses either. No. Uh, irrespective of what the bottom line looks like, I am 100 100% convinced that that the club and the team will be in better nick at the end of 2017 than it was at the end of 2016. Oh, totally agree. I, no doubt about that. Totally agree. We are totally agree. Totally tracking in the right direction. Absolutely. We already improved on uh, scores against last year. Mm. Um, I think we had some really big scores kicked against us the previous year. I think last year there was plenty of times where, albeit we lost, sides only kicked 80, yeah, 90 points yep, or so. Yep. So they are definitely, they're making a really big inroad on defensive 
the, the defensive part of our game. Yeah. And you know yourself, Gex, you know yourself, mate. If you you got a good defence and the team defence and you're hard to score against, you're halfway to winning a game of footy. I will I will say this. There is one caveat that I will throw on top of what we've just said. Mm. Last season, we got unbelievable runs with uh, Doherty, Simo, and and the likes in our back line. And obviously, they were the, the mainstay of... of Keeping that Sam end Rowe. of the ground together. Yeah, yeah Sam Rowe played everything. Whether here. we can, I know Simo is indestructible, but whether all these guys can go around again for 22, 23 rounds without getting injured, it's going to have a big say on how bad or how well our oh, defence is. Yeah, every side. Yeah, so well, I think, you know, because we're thin on those senior yeah, well, thin, sort of strongholds. Let's be honest. Except for if, in, if, you had to, if you had to assess a team's list. And I haven't done this, but if you had to assess the teams list from twenty one and under, I reckon we'd be we'd be in the top eight right now. And that's just we should be. Mm. You know, the amount of top end draft talent we've been able to accumulate the last three years. Um, but it's young. All, all our good most of our talent is young. Mm. Most of our talent is uh, three or four years away. Some a lot of them haven't played the game. game. They're three or four years away from being in a position in their careers where collectively they're gonna make a difference on the competition. So I think we just got to wait. I think you know the guys you mentioned, of course, but as you, you love every single one. You love Cade Simpson. I'm, in fact, he's fast becoming. He's probably in my top ten favorite Carlton footballers of all time. Cade Simpson. Oh, I've been on his bandwagon for a long, long time. Yeah, absolutely, mate. it'll but be a sad year... day when he hangs the boots up for supporters and Carlton alike. That, it will be a very, very bad day. Oh, we when might he, get when he, when he hangs. His I might boots get up. you to do that one week, and we might get you to you know slot him in. You know where you do if you're listening to this at. The Carlton Show. I mean, where does where does um, Cade Simpson sit in your all time favorite? Not not necessarily the best player. No, no, we're not talking about no, the no. best players. Doesn't have to be just your favorite Carlton players of all time. I mean, this guy, he's way up. He's there. right, right up there. He now. leads he Carlton. He does. One, cl- yeah. one club. He never puts a foot out of place off the field. He, I reckon he would. Be, in terms of the example that he sets, one of you blokes just mentioned that. He would be impeccable for every single young footballer that came through that club, I reckon. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you're a young player at Carlton right now, just watch him. Yep. Watch okay. him. Righto. So um, we're going to go through the listed players, and we're going to go in number order. And just if you want to go long on some, feel free. If you want to just one or two words on others, feel free. I feel like we should leave the the, the un, unplayed ones out. Let's we we all we all hope for the best for the guys we picked up in the national draft and the rookie draft in the last year and guys that have played maybe picked up last year that we haven't seen play yet. By f- all means, mention something about him, but you can't assess those guys too no. hard in terms of what is going to be a pass or fail mark at the end of the year. Um, well, so let's start with number one. He played eight games last year, Jack Silvani. Um, I know you've got a stat about those eight games. I won't rain on your parade. <laughs> Well, unfortunately for him, he hasn't won a game. So, what do you want to see? For, what do you? What does Jack Silvani need to do for you in season two thousand and seventeen, Bagsy? You go first on this yeah, well, one. Look, for starters, Jack. Uh, obviously, we know his pedigree, and there's a lot of pressure on him. But I've got to say, he's actually ahead of where I would say perhaps Carlton actually thought he might be. Um, look, I'm not saying he, no one gets a gifted game, but last year without. McKay and Kerno in the side. Um, Jackson Jones not really performing. He got a berth purely because we probably ran out of yeah, numbers. Um, but now, um, eight games, like you said. Look, if he can build on eight games or stay around that, 
after his second year. Oh, it's a huge tick. Build on his body. Goal a game would be nice. And um, forward pressure. I mean, what else can you ask from a bloke who's in his second year? I mean, I, he's actually set the bench for himself. Um, so I, I would say that's about where he's at. And I think anything more than what I've just said then is would be a massive bonus for him and the club. Well, you, anything to add to that? No, I think he's uh, on the plus side. He's got everything going for him, and and he's got a really good head on his shoulders. He doesn't get too far ahead of himself. His family keeps his sort of lid on, and um, yeah, look, it's just a matter of his body getting stronger and and playing more games. So. Yeah, and I reckon he'd love to get the monkey off the back early and get a win under their belt. Look, so. he, he, he well, presents nice. beautifully for a kid. He really does have football now. He, he reads the game like he's played it much longer than he has. I don't think he's as brilliant as his old man, but he doesn't have to be. No. No. No, no. Nobody's asking him to. But he, he's, No, he's, yeah. He's a, there he's, are some similarities. There are similarities. There's some similarities but, there. Like, but he's, you know, we all saw what his old man could do. Uh, but uh, I'm not putting a cap on him. I just reckon no. he could, given his, given the DNA, yep. and given the warrior nature of his grandfather and his father, um, I don't reckon Jack's got to where he's got through natural, necessarily natural ability. I know, I know, he did some spectacular things yep. in his schoolboy career, but anybody can do that. We all had days out playing schoolboy yeah. footy, um, some more than others. But, um, but <laughs> can I just say, can I just say, but I reckon he's got a big tick of that kid. Yeah, yeah oh, definitely. Kid, he'll, yeah. Like I think you've mentioned it before and others have mentioned it, he'll go through a brick wall for yeah. you. I mean, yeah. the passion for the club is, you know, yeah. it's a bath. But one thing I'll say is um, at the moment, we you know, we're trying out as a forward. Who's to say they won't try him out as a back? Well, we might have a chat about one of those a bit later on. Number 23, there's some speculation about where he might be playing at uh, various stages throughout the year. Who's that, you Henderson? Know? He's gone. Uh, he's gone. Uh, there is no number two at the Carlton Footy Club. Wouldn't it be nice if the next Silvani got number two? Because there is another one coming down the pipeline. 100%. Number two is vacant. Wouldn't it be nice if he got number two? Be lovely. 100%. We'll just keep an eye on that. Mark Murphy, number three, uh, captain of the footy club. You can go first with Murph. He's one of the most... Discuss players on the list and one of the most important players on the list and one of the most interesting players on the list, I reckon, going into this season. Murph's seen a lot of hard times. He sort of came in at the tail of a, a pretty successful team or team on the verge of success where he sort of tasted good good times and he's, he's certainly uh, had a few bad ones as well. But the game... I feel the game has changed a lot since 2010 where it's become an all-ground, on, on all-field de- defence and the pressure is on at every sort of line of the game these days. And uh, I've always felt that Murph is a time and space player. He needs the, to be uh, outside getting the ball and using it with his good decision-making and skills. So uh, personally, I don't think he's an inside footballer and it'll be interesting to see how the club wants to play him this year. Um, obviously, we want to see his body stand up and he gets a good run at things because he hasn't had that for a couple of seasons now. So, you know, uh, it's all about continuity for Murph. The longer he plays, the better he goes, and that's what we want to see. Class. He's a classy player. Yep. And I agree with everything Gex said. The only thing is he's a competitive beast and you won't keep him out of a contest. But it's not in his best interest anymore. He's got to go. You look at the size of midfielders coming into the game. He, he, 
every time Mark Murphy drives himself into yes. one of those midfield contests now, you, you fear the worst. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, well, it's happened to him. Too. I mean, you've hit the nail on the head. I, I just, you know, you, you pray to God that you're wrong. But I, I'm, I have fears, like you. I reckon that the game has changed a lot. In the area that he plays, the game has changed a lot in the last six years. And um, they've got to, he's got to find a way of re- reinventing. Now, whether that's time spent, more time spent, legitimately spent forward, because he has got goals, he's got some goal craft, and he has got some your time and space. He does know how to find that, but whether he's going to be comfortable, whether that's the value that he brings. The last two or three years that Judd played for us, he actually changed his game up a little bit and did a bit of what you're saying. Didn't do all the grunt work, and I mean I'm not exactly over what he did, but maybe Murph should perhaps have a chat to him and say, well, "How did you change your game uh, in the last two or three years?" I'm sure he'd know. And what do I have to do to stay out of all that grunt work? Yeah. Because you know yourself, Andy, like when it's your turn to go, you go. You I have to went. go. I never went. I went no, no, you always go. had to lace out. But anyway. Oh, someone else go. <laughs> but anyway. Look, oh, he's just a class act. Right. On, number yeah, f- we need him there. Yeah. Yeah. So, Willie, are you confident he'll find a way? Oh, I'm very confident. Very confident. Yep. Put the ball in his hands and he won't waste it. So, I. I've got you're backing every, him. In. You're backing oh, him. Absolutely, in. Backing mate. Right, you don't good. lose what he's had. You backing him in? I'm backing in his his abilities and his skill. I'm just question mark on his body to stand up for 22, 23 rounds of the year. That's right. right. Bryce Gibbs played twenty two games last year, um, and looked like he was gone for all money. Gone. Adelaide didn't want him badly enough, even though they made all the overtures and they walked away from that deal. Rightfully red faced, they should be ashamed of themselves, Adelaide, for doing to the Gibbs family what they did, and then not going the whole nine yards. So he starts. I don't. I, also, I don't think he wanted to go. I don't think Bryce Gibbs, on his own, wanted to go. I think that Bryce Gibbs found himself in difficult personal situation, um, and for the good of the family, his immediate family, i.e., his partner and their baby. I think that. Um, there was some pressure to get back to Adelaide. But for those who are saying that, who are potting Bryce Gibbs for wanting out and wanting a better deal and all the rest of it, and, you know, he's not going to be fair and committed now that the deal's fallen over. I'm, I'm not here to say that I know, know Bryce Gibbs very well, but I just don't think that's true. I, I don't think that's true about Bryce Gibbs at all. I've got no idea, Andy. I can't really comment on, you know, did he want to go, not, and all the rest of it. I can't sit here and tell you, oh, yeah, yeah I know this. I, I know nothing. Mm. All I know, I'm happy to have him at the club. Um, I hope his head's in the right space. And the only thing I want from him is continue what he's doing, right? That I've got no issue with, you know, the collective possessions that he gets and all that sort of stuff and how he passes the ball off, all that sort of stuff, kicks his goals. But the one thing... That I was thinking about it today, and I looked at him, and I thought, the one thing I want him to do is when the game is getting away from Carlton, I want to see a bloke like him stand up and actually, you know, those clutch decisions that the Hodges and those types of Selwoods, he's not that type of player, but as a leader, he can still stand up when it matters most. Blokes will be out there potting me saying, I know he's always stood up. Well, I venture to say there's times where we've needed our leaders to stand up to get us back into the game. 
And I would say he's one person that I really want to see that part of his game grow. You're doing a bit of a ham on me here. Just stop. Sorry about that. But and that's the part of his game yeah, I think that I want to yeah, see right. evolve. Because everything else he does well. Yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, it's, put the ball in his hands. He doesn't waste it. He kicks goals. He gets possessions. You know, He's a smart player. But that's, that's the bit that I want to see him... And look, like I said, maybe I'll get belittled over it. I don't know. Maybe people. Well, if you want to belittle him, if you want to belittle him, that's Baz, and you can do it at the Carlton Show on Twitter. Yeah, so well, don't go hold back. For it. Go for don't it. hold back. Are you on Twitter, by the way? <laughs> What's Twitter? Well, you need to get on it if you get, if you ever say these things. It's Warner Brothers. Well, I couldn't care less what they throw at me, mate. I think you do. No, I don't. Um, have you got anything to add? Um, on the I've bags probably give I've probably been Bryce's harshest critic oh, in the in the. You know, in the in the oh, stands, no, there's a couple of others. But um, I can mention, I could rattle their names off. Look, two years ago, higher high, high profile than you. Two years ago, he he set the bar. He he probably had his best season uh, at the club. Um, and I thought, right, new coach, maybe the message is getting through, and he's rolled up his sleeves and he's doing it every week because he did it that year. Last year, it just felt like he was picking and choosing a bit, and that's that's where I. Criticise him sometimes. Yeah, it's top top four BNF last year. Yeah, too. look, I, I set the I set the bench pretty high. I'm, you do with him. I reckon you do with him. I think people want Bryce Gibbs to do things. You mentioned two blokes, and I reckon that's that's what people want. They want him to be, you know, body on the grenade the way Selwood and mm. now Selwood and Hodge they're freaks. They, no, they are, they not, are once I in would a never generation. Put him in that category. Well, I, I reckon not, a lot of Carlton supporters want him to see, want to see him do. Things that he has never done, and if you saw Bryce Gibbs play junior football, and I, I look, I did. I didn't see him play a lot of junior footy, but I, I certainly saw that carnival where he was as good as any player going around the Teal Cup that year. He was a contest to contest floater. That's what he did. He just covered the ground. He got to contests. He accumulated and he distributed. That's what he did, and that's what he's done his entire career. He's never been jump in the way of a bullet. No, that's I'm, not what he is. It's I'm not, not suggesting he should be. I, I. I would much rather than see him accumulate 30-plus possessions and not really impact the game. I want to see him impact the game. By, by that's scoreboard. That's, I want to see him kick exactly the two or three okay. goals. Well, okay. well, that's different. Yeah, that's you know, different. That's when the time comes and where we might be slowly getting uh, losing in the contest, the momentum shift's gone the other way and we're drifting away from the scoreline. I want to see the big goals. I want to see, hey, boys, we're still in this. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's very much was what I was saying. Yeah, but, no, I think you're and the way you look at a player like him is you can't be too critical because if you look at every other club, every other club would take him. Oh, well, there's no doubt about that. Well, then, well, then we can't be no. too harsh on him. So number five... And I love the I just love the fact that the kid's got the number. He's going to be anything. He's going to be anything in this bike. He's unfortunately done the quad, so I'm not going to talk about it. But Sam Petreski suit now number one pick. He's going to be if anyone's got something they want to say about him. But we you know we're just going to let him yeah. find his feet. Right? He seems silky. Uh, number six is Cade Simpson. We've already spoken enough about him. Um, number seven Dylan Buckley. Another interesting player. Probably played his best game for the year in the last game of the year last year against Essendon. Had a poor year. Melbourne. Melbourne, was it? Yeah. Kicked his three. Three goals against Melbourne. Had yeah. a poor year. I think he had a poor uh, year last year. What did year, you expect so. what did you what did you expect of him going in? Well, I didn't expect him to be playing a lot of his games in the Northern Northern Blues. So you reckon he's a genuine first twenty two player? Not now. Right. 
I did. Okay. Not now. Now he has put himself in a position where this is a massive year for him. Massive year. He really has to not so much cement a spot, but I'll tell you now, he'll want to be getting up around 15, 16 games. Otherwise, I'll tell you now, he he is a 50-50 for me, whether he's there or not next year. Where's he going to play his best footy, Gex? If, you, if it was your no call and your, goal, your call only, right, and you had to, you were going to say, righto, Bolts, this is, where, this is how you're going to use Dylan Buckley for the year. How do you use him? Because I don't reckon they've ever worked it out. No. Winger, rebounding defender, small forward, applying pressure. I've got no idea. I don't know whether he has to be a bit of air, all of that, but they've never... I've got no idea. And yeah. that's the predicament that Carlton's got and he's got. It's it, His body type is... Uh, it makes it hard to place him. He's not a defender because he doesn't have the, the, the body mass to, to create physical pressure. Uh, he does have pace, but again, he's he's a time and space player. He needs to find those open spaces where the modern game doesn't often present. Um, so it's really hard to fit him in and find a regular position and a regular role for him. So it's up to him to reinvent himself, and I guess the club's got to help him do that. But uh, it'll, it's just going to be interesting to see how they uh, how they go with him. I don't think up forward because I think we've actually recruited plenty yeah, of small forwards. So, yep. like you said, maybe wing, half-back, running off the half-back line. But as Gecko said, he needs time and space and his disposal is... I don't like him playing. Iffy, I don't so. like him being opponent responsible. That's the one thing that worries me about Buckley. I like him when he's got oh. space in front of him and I like him when he can run at the opposition side and I like it when we can... When he can get when when he can get out the back, I like all that. He's exciting. He's got genuine pace, and he's got unbelievable tenacity for the football. But I worry about him in defence because I don't know whether he's got great defensive instincts. He's going to play him off the wing then. Well, that's about the only spot outside mid. That's about the only spot for him. So we'll see whether he can. I tell you what, he won't die wondering. It's the one thing you know about him. Oh, he definitely. He'll has have a, a he'll have a dash. Absolutely. So, um, number eight played twenty one games last year. I actually couldn't believe it when I double checked that. I thought, oh, he's a. I never thought I'd see Matthew Cruz have played nearly every game of the season again, but he did. He played all bar one last year, and we thought he was probably done when he hurt that knee, didn't we? We all no, thought definitely. it was a miracle when he came back yep, yep. after the one week off. He's, which is, we spent some time, the three of us, talking about Matthew Cruz over the journey. Oh, look, it's a super bloke, and you just wish that uh, the next three, four seasons he just continues to play, 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 because he's missed a lot of footy, and those big blokes to come back from injuries like that. It's not easy. It's not easy for any player, but a bloke like him to come back from injuries like that and quickly, you know, I I dip my hat to him. I, I just hope that he just that word continuity. That's what he needs. He can play the game. There's no doubt about that. Drift up forward, kick a goal. I like his second efforts. Um, he's almost like a, we all know he's like a ruck, ruck rover. rover yeah, he's a ruck rover. So, you know, his best is in the middle, and he just needs little spells, perhaps in the forward line or on the bench. Yeah. Look, one of the highlights of last year was when he kicked the winning goal last. At oh, it was gross. Docklands against Port Adelaide. Huge. It was there was a, a great moment for him, um, and he finally did get the continuity we were hoping for last year. You know, he had a good run of things. Um, my, I'm critical uh, with Cruz that he doesn't take enough marks. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, the ball hits his hands yes. quite often, but yeah, he's not clunking them and. Uh, Look, I've speculated, you know, being the pro I am from the grandstands, that <laughs> maybe he needs to get his eyes checked. But uh, 
<laughs> Who knows? I don't know anything. But look, that that's part of his game that would make him so much no, more damaging. Point. Yeah, no. If you knock him on anything, that's the that's the that's the effort. That's the area. Number nine. Um, well, he's he's everything, isn't he? Superman. Paddy Cripps. Superman. He's an animal. Means a lot to this club. Means a lot. You would not be wanting to lose a bloke like him at all. And that rubbish that came out about him, you oh, know, for five. You talk about that. You know, I would not be giving him up for five. No, no, no. no. but no. no, that was that was part. It was. Some we know it was garbage, garbage but I'm just before. saying that's not. You know, you want to keep a bloke like this for forever and a day. Just a beast. You know, improve his kicking. He needs to improve his kicking. Especially goal. a goal. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That's the one area. Other than that, I cannot put him in any other area. If you could throw him, if he could have you know, five minutes a quarter, you know, resting in inverted commas inside fifty, and you knew that he could he could convert the opportunities he will undoubtedly create for himself because he just wins the footy. He becomes as dangerous any, as any player in the competition. He's almost unstoppable. Crips. He, he could have kicked twenty last and year. He probably should have. He probably should have. So if he can if he can add that string to his bow, he becomes you know, look, I know Carlton supporters, we can all get a bit carried away about our own. But he, there's something pretty special about this kid. He's un, he's actually unstoppable, Cripps. He's unstoppable. Only his body's going to be the only worry. The knee, the knee, the back. The knee, yep. the back. I mean, that's that's the that's the worry. So hopefully we've got a few blokes in the mix on the list who can give him you know, a, bit of, a bit yeah. of protection yeah, from time to time. Absolutely. Uh, number 10 is Harry McKay. Now, we didn't get to see him last year. Can I just uh, – and I know I'm breaking our own code here. He's actually – he's just about my favourite player on the Carlton list. Hasn't and played a game. Hasn't played a game. I actually think – I actually think Harry McKay or Mackay could actually be – No, you're not going to say it, are you? Should I say it? Well, I think I've said it before. Well, go for it. No, I'll, I'll let him play a couple of games before I say it. <laughs> no, no, you've been, no, named, no, to, you've been known to say a few he's stupid a bi- things. Look, he, okay, here's what he is, right? He's a big personality. Yep. He's a big character. He's a natural leader. He's a power forward. He kicks goals, and I don't think he minds leading from the front. Does it remind you of anyone? Do those characteristics remind Does. you of anyone that we've known wearing the navy blue in the last, you know, sort of twenty years or so? It's a bit Sydney like Jackson. Baltimore. Don't mention. I'm not going to mention any names, but we know who we're talking about, yeah, right? Sid Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> right. Eleven. Sam Kerridge. Can you ask for? Can you ask for any more out of Sam Kerridge and what Sam Kerridge gives you? No, he got himself bloody fit last year. Bloody fit. Um, he had a little patch, a bad patch, I think, in the middle to the latter part of last year. But, nah, look, he's he's a guy that gets everything out of his body. And, again, we talk about, you know, decision-making and... It's execution with Sam, isn't it? Yeah. It's that, the ability the, to I mean, make the ball do you know, what he for, wants it for to. For us to sit here telling them how, how, no, how, no, no, what not they should that. do. No, we're not doing that. I mean, you ask where they need to be at. Well, he's got to improve that side of his game, but you know, having a go and getting himself fit, he gets all the ticks. Attitude and effort, you cannot question, but I'm a critic and he frustrated the hell out of me last year. He was a turnover merchant by foot and I saw it affect his psyche later in the season. He became too scared when he had the ball in his hands. He didn't know what to do with it and he was making even more mistakes because he hesitated. So, look, I want him to succeed. 
I really do. You know, he's, he's got that body. He's got the, the leadership sort of style that we want, and he's got the grunt around the ball. He does all those right things. But, man, you've got to execute today or you just can't play. So, Top 10 burnout. Yeah, so maybe he, he was I trying agree with too that. hard. That's fair. I mean, that's a fair I, look, he might have been trying too hard. He might, might Please think come he... good and make an idiot of me. I'm, I'm praying you do. Please I, do. I think you'll... I think you'll be all right. I think you'll actually be better with Billy Smets around him. We'll get to Billy Smets. He's an interesting player. Mm. He's an interesting player. Um, number 12, our first draft pick from three, three or four years ago, Blaine Bokerst. Anyone, anyone holding a candle out for Blaine Bokerst's AFL career? Is he, can he, does anyone think that Blaine, Blaine Bokerst, who I reckon in glimpses showed, look, he's a beautiful mover and he can actually kick the footy. He can actually kick it. But he just doesn't. He doesn't get it enough, does he? Is that is that Blaine's problem? He just doesn't get it enough for a bloke who plays in the position on the ground that he plays in. Mm. Is it? He showed glimpses, but look, if you look up his name in the dictionary, it says C. Kane Lucas, basically. So oh, yeah. we're just going to have to see if he takes the bit between his teeth this year. Stop rolling your eyes and say something. You can't. We can't hear. You can't have crickets in the back. This is uh, this is a make or break season, Blake. So does oh, anyone Blake, think that he can make mate, it? Seriously, pull your finger out, son. He'll be gone at the end of the year. Oh, we're not hopeful that there's something that he can well, do. That he hasn't have, done he so would far. have to have an amazing season yeah, I, I think that's for the club to keep him. Yep. An amazing season, and we can thank Mickey for that one. Well, I don't think you blame necessarily Mickey for that one. Well, I think so. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, anything it, bad that's it, happened well, in the last three years. No, there's a few others. There's a that he few. Made there's a few you can blame. I'll tell you what. Now, Mick probably made about five mistakes in his life, and all five of them were at Carlton. <laughs> uh, probably four. He should and never. Ten thousand no, of them. He should never have agreed to the contract uh, alteration. That he, yeah. the, the, the big one happened oh. at Collingwood, and then he made a few thereafter at Carlton. Mm. Uh, so blame Bokehurst up against it. Very um, much so. Uh, Jed Lamb, number thirteen. What's he going to do this year? To he's got to build a tank. At the moment, he's a small forward. And uh, he doesn't have enough tricks in the bag to play four quarters in that role. Um, he's had a couple of cracks going up the ground to chop out in the midfield, and he, he just doesn't play four quarters of footy. So, look, to his credit, he kicks his one or two goals a week. Important. Um, and it's important. Converting goals is, is a massive priority, obviously. Oh. But he has to be able to maintain... Greater distances and impact games for longer. What did you say? Pass or half? Half. half Kicks what? half a goal a game. Right. F- 14 games, seven goals. Two tackles a game. Not enough. And the, his counterpart, the one who probably takes his spot, is pretty much doing the same stats. Sumner. 15, yeah, well, 15 games, eight goals, two tackles a game, two and a half tackles a game. If you're going to play in the forward line, we, we need to keep the ball in the forward line. You've got to be ferocious. You know, you got to average your, your three, four, five tackles. And these guys here, that's where they need to improve. I think Sumner might be a little bit better around goals. That might be clutching at straws between the two of them. He's got to be more speed. But I, I think I think yeah. it's one or the other. It can't be both in the same team. Okay, all right. Um, 14, and we'll get the lawyers to just run an ear over what you two have got to say next. Um, Liam Jones is wearing the number 14 jumper for Carlton in 2017. Well, he's a lucky player, isn't he? 
Well, he is. No, well, he is a lucky player. He he's is. a lucky he's player. Got a good contract. I mean, let's, let's be honest. He I got mean, a good contract it, when there was no one else offering him. I mean, let's be honest. That's the thing that really bugs me is that someone or a few people were chasing him when he virtually was out of football. Okay, we gave him a massive lifeline and a decent contract, and he has not repaid us one little bit. I watched him in the reserves. I know Gecko probably sticks up for him a little bit more than me, but I've watched him in the reserves not get involved. Admittedly, they've thrown him in the ruck in roles that probably don't suit him, um, but he doesn't get involved. He's has not got a tank at all. They blow him up pretty quickly. And, you know, his marking ability, blokes that fly up like he does and then put, goes for a chest mark, oh. I just don't see where that's... I, I can't understand that. I can't understand why blokes of his height is not putting his hands up and taking a decent grab. I don't like him as a player. Um one thing I will feel sorry for him was that the Indigenous game last year, he didn't get a berth. I believe he was pretty peeved about that. I felt for him. I really did. But you know what? At the end of the day, you're on a good contract, mate, and you're not performing. You're playing a lot of your football in the reserves, and that doesn't cut the mustard. Carlton right now would be looking at that contract and thinking, well, for him to stay at that club, he must play a lot of football this year, and kick upwards of 30 goals. Oh, he's Do I think that's going to happen? No. I would be very, very doubtful that's going to happen. So are you, are you still have you still got the flag in your backpack that you occasionally fly for Liam Jones? Or no, have you, you burnt that yet? I don't fly flags for Liam Jones. I, I feel sorry for him because I do think that he tries in his own way. I don't think he... He stops trying to make himself a better player. I just don't think he's a natural footballer as such. So everything comes hard to him. Like if he needs to add an extra skill set to his game, it's just not going to happen at this stage no, of his career. No. So, What's he like when the ball hits the turf? Look, he, he does chase and Beneath tackle. Beneath his knees. He ju- does cha- ta- chase and tackle quite well for a big man. Probably not enough, and he probably doesn't have a big enough tank to well, do I think it that as was one of the needs, areas so. he was definitely trying to improve upon was the running blokes down, but that's uh, not what we. He has no impact in games. Frio yeah. last year. He doesn't impact games. He won that. He won the game for yeah, us. Had, yeah, mate, he oh. led the AFL in contested marking when he was playing for the Doggies about yeah. six years ago. Yeah. Well, what's happened to that? Where's the, that going? The, the, he doesn't have a, a line that's going upward. or it's, it's quite a plateaued sort of line, isn't it? It's We've not got probably any... six or eight players who are well and truly in front of him, and most of them probably haven't won, haven't even played a game. Oh, no, there's, no, no, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think it goes down as an unbelievable piece of uh, list management and player contracting. Oh, I just I shake my head every time. Every time I think about, you know, and good luck to him. I'm not putting, Liam, if you're listening, we're not putting you for it. Good luck to you, mate. I mean, it's a fantastic contract that you got for a player who's going to be playing his footy for Dali that year. Um, you got three years at 300, there or thereabouts. Why wouldn't you take it? He's got a nice house somewhere near Bacchus Marsh. He can live in for the rest of his life if that's where he decides no, I'd, to I'd love to be in that himself. position. I'd love to and be in that position, but so, I'm not. And, you know, we no. just want more out of him and Liam, like, just... Another one, mate. Pull the finger out, otherwise you're out. 15, Sam Doherty. Gecko, you go first with Sam Doherty. Best oh, look, way. he's like Simo's younger brother. He's a protege. He's, um, he had a flawless run last year with injury and form. Um, just keep riding your luck, mate. And can't say one bad thing about no, Doc. No. He's sent a, he has set the bar. 
and we want to see him just I mean, continue. He, he won that. our BNF just quietly yeah. too. Oh, no. So yeah. he was all Australian um, nominated. Yeah, Did, he was didn't in make cha- the side. Champion data had him in there. Okay, yeah, well, positional yeah. statistic. Yeah, you know. oh look. I know that we were both a little bit critical early in the year as he did turn the ball over, but he quickly rectified that. Hey, Brisbane never wanted to lose him. He was a quality. Yeah. He's a high draft pick. He's a quality player. He's in. He's in the. He's in the rich part of his career now. He knows he can play at this level. He's a mature player. He's a leader at the football club. He should. He should play. All things being equal, he should maintain that level of output. You know, for about the same duration that Cade Simpson has, he should just be, uh, you know, at a at an A grade level. He should operate on that plane for the next five or six years. Well, I don't know if this will happen, but a lot of people, uh, mates of mine, people I know who are actually touting him as a possible captain in the future. There's I don't few, know if that's a few uh, coming up. I don't, I don't know if that's the case. Yeah. You know, how highly they think of him in that regard, but. Uh, He's in the leadership group. Yeah, yeah. There's a few we better get through, so I should get a wriggle on this. Um, Billy Smets played one game for Geelong last year. He's had a shocking run with injury, Billy Mm. Smets, over the last three or four years. So much so that, I mean, I must admit, I thought he was gone. I thought he was gone as a player. Um, But he gets to Carlton, and by all reports, um, his body's 100% right. Absolutely the best nick it's been in for four or five years. And he feels very, very confident about his capacity. Just before to do you something. continue, twenty-five years, thirty-eight games in five seasons, two broken legs, mm. a collarbone, and a shoulder rico. So they've all been unlucky. This is Billy Smets. Billy they've, Smets. they've not been the, the injuries that he's had though have not. But they've been of a collision. It's not. It's not like he's got a chronic hamstring that keeps going yeah. on him. I, I'm not suggesting. Oh, so you're making a case for him? No, he's yeah. had excuses yeah. for yeah. for what's happened okay. to him. So. Nobody knows really what's going to happen at this point mm. from this point on. And yeah. let's hope it well, turns I'm going to put around. him in the carriage mould and I think he's got a better goal sense, I think. Well, let's wait and see. Yeah. Um, we're all hoping. Absolutely. He's, he's, a, he's a speculative He's a speculative buy. Um, he's going to he's, he's learn all his football in and around an outstanding midfielder at Geelong. If he can bring a bit of that, you know, what he's learnt, by being in such close quarters with Joel Selwood. If he can bring a bit of that um, IP into the Carlton mix and that tenacity that, you know, he saw the captain of Geelong play with for so long, yeah, he, need, he could be a valuable acquisition. You know? We need every help we can get yep, in that absolutely. area. Um, one of the great stories is the next bloke, um, Sam Rowe, number 17. We all know what he is, but we can't ask any... Again, like one or two others we've mentioned before on the way through, I've mentioned too, we can't ask any more from Sam Rowe, can we? I was a big critic a few years ago. I, I didn't know where he's where he was at, but um, he's come on in leaps and bounds. He's found his spot. Yep. Unlike a few others, uh, top six best and fairest last year. You know, came back from cancer. What more can you say? The guy uh, reminds me a bit like Simon Prestigiacomo, yep. where we spoke the other night about it, and he just does his job. Lockdown player knows his limitations and. I love him. Yep, so do I. I love him too. Yeah. I actually love him. Yeah. I do. No, he's, yeah. bloody, I love him. he's a bloody beauty. And he man. loves the footy club. He yeah. loves that team. He'd do anything for his teammates. Plays with his heart. I just think there's a key to Rowie. You know if he's going well or not. Uh, if his eyes stay on the ball and he forgets about worrying about his man, the, the, the sort of physical stuff, then he's, he's on and he'll play well. As soon as he starts turning his head off the ball and looking at his opponent, you know there's trouble ahead. So... 
just be confident, play play the way you I should. I don't reckon he got beat. Like, oh, he might have got beat once or twice last year, but not many no, times. No, not many times. Not many. Uh, the next bloke's one of the most disappointing players in the AFL, I reckon, not just on the Carlton list, Christian Jacks. I, yeah. I, I was actually wrapped when we got him. I was wrapped. I thought, oh, this is the sort we need. Yeah, big, athletic, so. yeah, big athletic key position player, top 15 draft pick in his year. You know, just didn't find his feet up at the Giants. I thought, you beauty, get him home, around his family. It's going to be, this will work out a treat for us. He's been a really, really disappointing. Very, very really disappointing. disappointing and I know what we gave up for him too. We gave up pick second, uh, pick seven. Really? And we got Wiley and Jax, and we got back 19 in return and took Bokers. Bokers. Right. That 2014 draft, if you want to look through it, boys, no. you'll, you'll be horrified. Don't, don't do it. it. Don't I, I, don't do I don't think there's anyone going to be left from 2014 draft at the end of this year. So can Christian Jax, can he pull a rabbit out of his hat? Has he got anything left that we haven't seen mental. from him? It's all mental with him. He's designed his game around being a hit-up forward and, you know, possibly a swingman type, but... Um, he just doesn't have enough tricks in his bag. I mean, he's not ferocious enough. He's not strong enough. He wants separation from his man to actually be successful, and you're not going to get any of that in senior level. So he's got to, he's just got to build some tricks into his game very quickly and, and find a way. Otherwise, yeah. if it's same old, same old this year, he's not going to make it. Mind over matter, he hasn't got it. He don't want it badly enough. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. That's 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 oh, that's the impression yeah. that he gives. I, you know what? I actually watched him. I go and watch a fair bit of the reserves, and he actually just felt quite comfortable. He looked like he was comfortable in the reserves, yeah. whereas he wasn't striving. Obviously, he is striving to play senior football, but he doesn't give me that impression that he strives to play senior. Well, football. His one look at it last year was not good. The West Coast. It wasn't oh, good. Wow. It wasn't good. It was oh, a poor wow. ball hit him in the head. It wasn't, wasn't, oh, it wasn't wow. good. That it was, wasn't good. And, you know, look, that was a stink bomb. Yeah. He may be hearing us say that. Like, somebody might go, gee, these blokes are potted you on this stupid podcast that's just been launched. <laughs> they, you know, no, have a listen to this. Listen at 45 minutes in or whatever yeah, it is. Mate, I'm a member. I paid member. I'll you get, it a lot. Well, you get, I get disappointed from, more disappointed in those that I had high hopes for. I actually really hoped that Christian Jacks was going to be something. That's, why, you po- that's why we pot him. We pot him because it's we wanted better out of him. Uh, Liam Sumner played 16 games last year. Uh, do you just ditto Jeb Lamb? Is he? Is there anything different for? I just feel like oh. he needs to get fitter. Liam yeah, Sumner. exactly. Oh, I think he, he had, didn't have a preseason no, no, last year. Exactly. Night. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I think you'd be all right. Yep. Get fit. Get fit, and then show us oh, what I, he can he do. He certainly has a skill set that. Impresses. Yeah. He, he can kick. He can run. Yeah. He Tackle. seems to make good decisions. So good tackler. Look, just it's all about being able to make more impact in in more parts of the ground more often. I've got him That's ahead of it is. Um, Lamb. Okay, I do. He's I probably do got too. a few more. Like somebody said before, he's probably got a few more tricks up his sleeve than Jed Lamb has. Um, Lockie Plowman. Slow start, came off the injury that yeah, he no preseason, had, no preseason, no. played nineteen games, yeah. probably started wilting. A little bit towards the end of the season, yeah. feeling the pinch. But did really well to hang so on, really. I think he did too. I'm excited. I'm excited to have Marchbank, Weedering, and him. Yep. And obviously and Rowie. Ro- yep. I'm not quite sure whether they're all going to play down there in the one team, but I'm excited for first time in a long time. I've looked at the Carlton side and said, we've got the tools that can, in time, match it with decent forwards. Mm. And I can't remember that for a long time. Mm. That's a fair call, yeah. I reckon. Yep. Yeah, he's a versatile matchup, highs and lows, uh, talls and shorts, I should say. But um, 
probably just want to see him be a bit more, uh, have a bit more variety in his game rather than just just a stopper. Uh, you know, I want to. I want to see. I saw him try to peel off a few times last year towards the back end. Yeah. It might have been that he couldn't in the second maybe, half of the year. Maybe I don't it, know, you don't know what they're getting told. I mean, oh, yeah. we've got no idea what they're getting told. You know, maybe they've got roles where one's got to roll back, one's off the off the leash, and away yeah. he goes. It's you probably Simo and no Doc idea, out in front doing all Who this knows? stuff. So. Who knows? But. I like him. Um, Gecko, you can say, you can talk about number 21 on our list, Kieran Sheehan. Hasn't played a game since 2014. Played four games that year, and I reckon we all got excited when we saw him play yeah. those four games. Oh, you just saw this amazing potential when he played his debut game, and he did look natural, like especially with his beautiful long kicking, and um, it was low and hard and 50 metres sort of to the target sort of kicking that, that can break open a game. So... You just licked your lips at what was ahead and, and nothing's happened for him since. So, look, he's probably on his last chance now at his age. He's had uh, shock and run for a couple of years. We're just praying he gets one more crack at it and it, it all goes well, you know. Hmm. Yeah, ex- mate, ditto. He's, I think he's 27, so he's, he's actually getting, getting on. on he is, and yeah. um, he's rookie listed. Yeah. Not on the list, so. Yeah. But as Gecko said, beautiful kick. Would have been a perfect replacement for Zach Tui. Um, well, we got a couple. There's another Irishman who might be a good replacement for Zach Tui. No, he's, he's better than Zach well. Tui. The other one, oh, we'll get to him in a moment. He's, he's a super Tui, player. Yeah. I just can't. I just can't wait for him to get five years of footy into him without injury getting in the way. We'll get to him in a moment. Um, the next player, uh, we're out to number twenty-two. We get him from the Giants. He's everybody. Said, everybody you talk to in footy says that Caleb Marchbank was in their best. 18 this year, like last year. So the 2016 team that has got everybody tipping the Giants, everybody tipping the Giants to win the flag in 2017, everybody who knows anything about that team and the quality of Marchbank says this kid was at centre-half back in that team. So That's that's a huge rap. That's how good he is. That's how how highly they rate Marchbank. I know nothing about the bloke. We haven't seen him play enough, have we? A couple of highlights and big strapping lad. And he's just going to compliment the other two we mentioned. So, uh, yeah, bring it on. I'd like to think I saw a bit of Murray Rant. Uh, not Murray, but <laughs> Alex, Alex Rant in him in the highlights package. He's, he looks like a seaball get ball player and backs himself. And he's definitely got really good attributes. Let's just uh, hope he's as good as Soss and the boys think he is. So you've got Marchbank potentially at centre-half back for a decade. And the bloke who's 35 metres away from him, who's got his back, number 23, is at fullback. Hopefully, for most of the rest of his AFL career, we're in navy blue. We're not, mate, he could be the Silvani. Well, he could be a 250-goal player game. and still play. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. He could kick goals. Yep. You're talking about Weedering yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, super player. Super bloke, super player. They picked the right bloke. Um, oh, wow. What a year. We, we should be so excited to watch oh, blokes phenomenal. like that. <laughs> phenomenal year, mate. Oh. Unbelievable. Key defensive post in a side that was under pressure more often than not. Uh, this kid, he displayed he displayed a calmness and a um, capacity to think clearly under pressure that is just way beyond, way, way beyond his years. Yeah, and I reckon he pushes through uh, hurt. Well, that was my one. That was my one concern about him. I must admit, I reckon there are a couple. Of, he came back on. There are a couple of times I reckon he was he was worried early that he was. 
hurt a bit more than he was. He'd go off the ground and think, oh, he's done his shoulder, he's oh, done his knee. Oh, really no, but well. then he came back on. He came yeah, back I, on. I got the impression he kind of got injured for the first time in a few of those games. I reckon the, the physical, he realised how yeah. big a physical step and up it, it was. That, that shock of, of not knowing what had just happened. I, that's what I'm getting at. Was probably what it was. I and reckon. to his credit, he came back on every time. Yeah, so yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. saying is right. Yeah, but yeah. there were times I was worried. I thought, oh, God, uh, he looks he's like he's special. really hurt himself. He's here. a special, special yeah, player. Stay fit, young man. Yep. Uh, Reese Palmer. We've all seen enough of Reese Palmer. We know what he does. He's become he's become a good defensive forward in the last half of his career at the Giants. More of that for us. Like if he can jag a goal, goal and a half a game and play fifteen or sixteen, are we happy with that from Reese Palmer? Oh, that'd be huge. That'd be huge. That'd be yeah. huge result for for him and the club. I'm not so buoyant about him as yourself, Andy. Oh, but, no, I'm not um, I'm not buoyant. I'm hoping that... Well, yeah, okay. If, if you, you know if what he is? You know what Reese Palmer is? He's a professional footballer. He's 28. He's a professional footballer. 122 games. Was he a uh, NAB rising yeah, he won star? It. Or he won it. Yeah. Um, yeah, well... Yeah, again, I mean, you talk about Reese Palmer, then you've got Matthew Wright, you've got Sumner, you've got all these guys, uh, the guy Pickett, possibly Petrovsky seaton later on in the year... Um, you know, you've got a lot of similar types, Andy, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're going to be fighting for a couple of spots in that forward line, yep. maybe three. Um, I think he's more mid forward. You well, know. okay, okay. Well, if he's mid forward, well, well isn't right. He's small forward. He doesn't play in the midfield, does he? Well, right, I think, I think, midfield, oh, he, he does go yeah, in he there. He did a bit of work. Yeah, he up goes in there. there. Yeah. Yeah, he goes he's got there. a bit of a tank. You don't watch much of Carl. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't think. Look, no one's going to expect anything out of Reese Palmer. People are going to. People are prepared to pot Carlton from the outside for saying another Giants reject. Carlton people are prepared to say, "What do we want this 28 year old bum for? No one else wants him. He's washed up and he's." But he's played 215 games. He kicked about 160. Is he really? Goals. Yeah, he's played about. He's kicked about 160 goals. He's I think I'm right. 215 games. I think I'm right. I got him 122. Yeah, I think you're. Am I making that up? Oh, you're making it up. 122 and 28 years is what I am, but that might be wrong. You're I don't dreaming, know. pal. 215 no, no, no. What did I say? I don't know. No, I'm looking at, 215 I'm looking goals. At, I'm looking at Mark Murphy's numbers. There's a lot of yeah, No, I didn't think... No, you're right. Yeah, he hasn't played yeah, that many. But I appreciate what both of you are saying, and you do need that bit of grunt work. He's got a good body for AFL footy because, you know, he's been around, he's done what? How many pre-seasons he's done? A lot. Ten. Well... You he's, a pro, a, he's a pro, we, we got him for a bag of chips. Yeah, exactly. So, bags of chips are pretty good, though. Like, you, sometimes every now and again, a bag of chips yeah. just hits the yeah. spot. Crinkle come cut, to a new club, cut. you get a spike, generally. So. Well, let's yeah. hope Bruce Palmer is yeah. as good as yeah. a bag of chips. Through my yeah. lifeline. Happy with that. Um, Zach Fisher, 25. He's got the most famous Ooh. number at the footy club. I, I was at a function the other night, a, ne- a um, networking function the footy club have, and I don't think Zach will mind me saying this. I walked in. I, I ha- Honestly, I had to do a double take. There is nothing of this kid. But I've seen him play carnival footy for WA. I rated him so highly in the national championships. He is a he's a getter. He can get out of trouble. He can make things happen. He's a he's a occasionally the ball doesn't necessarily fly that beautifully through the air. But he's one of those players that has this happy knack of getting it where he wants it to go. I'm, I'm I hope he can cope with the physical intensity of AFL footy early, but I'm excited. We're all excited about what he might bring. Well, oh, I am anyway. He's only one seventy five centimeters. He's tiny, mate. You're bigger than sixty eight kilos. kilos. Oh, except oh, you know where it counts. Sixty eight kilos. He could be riding. He's flat, tiny, mate. I'm telling you, he's tiny. He's tiny. 
Uh, Harrison McCready. Harrison McCready was going to be number. Uh, if you go back uh, six months before the national draft last year, McCready was amongst the top three picks. We picked him up at pick 197 or something. Like we've got him as a, for a steal. Wasn't that it was pick 50, 40 pick something, 48 or something. Pick 47. Pick 47. Late. Uh, so we'll hope it. Dennis Arnfield, number 27. Love the bloke. Can't do any more, can he? Another one of those. No, nah, he gets the best out of himself, and he's he's going to be when he does retire. He's going to be saying, "Well, I gave it everything I I could." You know, that's all you can say as a footballer. So nobody can deny, deny Dennis. Best set of steak knives of all time. <laughs> Dennis Armfield. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Dave Cunningham's one that I'm a bit interested in. Yeah, well, um, you talk about Harry Mackay. I've got him and Charlie Kerno as my two. You can't have two. Uh, I know. I'll end up going for one later on. But, um, yeah, I, I've only seen him a little bit in the resis. And I, he, he played a game, didn't played he? Played three. Yeah. Um, when he three? gets the ball, yeah, three, yeah. Yeah. when he gets the ball, I think he knows what he's doing. Mm. I think he shows that he's got what it takes and he's just got to, you know, get, you know, um, game after game after game and play against the best and... I think he could be a really good player for us. Really good. I'm hopeful. You got anything to add? Well, he's only 20, so he's still got a long way to go. Um, if he's if he is a midfielder, though, I want to start seeing him, seeing him accumulate the ball. A bit. He's had some injury issues as well yeah. in his short time in the system. So yeah. Cameron Polson's another little one we picked up last year. So we'll yeah. watch him with a great deal of interest and wish quick, him all the very best. Very quick. Cruiser gives him a big rap. Does he? Okay. Apparently. Good. good. Um, you're quick compared to Matty Cruiser, though, those days. You could probably do him in a 30-metre sprint. I didn't he say might he's quicker than Matty Cruiser. I said Cruiser oh. said that he's a good player. Number 30 is Charles Curnow. Well, uh, I'll settle on him. Yep. you settle on him? I'll settle he's on him. He's yours? Yep. Because I think uh, I heard Mick Turner. Uh, <laughs> Spruking about one of his own. Yeah, spruiking <laughs> about one of his own. And he said this, and he said about him that he hadn't seen anyone in junior football do what this kid could do. And he said whoever picks him up, in five years' time, they'll have a super player. I think he actually could be a. Now you said a Kernahan type for McKay. I never mentioned the. I never mentioned the K word. Well, you didn't say it. Well, I no. said it for you. Right. No. Uh, You're going to mention and, the other. And, and, I'm going to say Cuda. You're going to say the other K word. Yeah, Cuda. I think he's a Cuda type. No, uh, I agree. Charlie Kernafides. I do agree. Charlie Kerner. Yeah. He's got X Factor written all over. Yeah, him. he does. He could be anything. Let's hope he gets a good run with things. Oh yeah, Tommy Williamson's number thirty-one. The other one of the other famous numbers of the footy club uh, did meet him at this function the other night. Seems a quality kid. Uh, we and it got a bit of size about him. Yeah, one eighty-nine, leggy, leggy yeah, type. So we. Breaks I like the. I like. I reckon, and I'm going to throw a silly one out there. I reckon he might get a game this season. I oh, just uh, just like him uh, in it's stature. Not that silly. Yeah. Not that silly. And you I reckon silly, I he just looks like a hard-working <laughs> natural midfielder. Nice over the years, don't worry about that. He'll, but, he'll uh, plenty we'll give him show. the benefit of the doubt that he has he'll not often, said something silly here. He'll often turn up having had a few beers, Gecko, uh, yeah, and he'll be happen. really and then, silly. And that, that will be interesting. 32 is Nick Graham. I think everybody at the Carlton Footy Club loves Nick Graham. He's, again, quality young man, good fella. Puts in, does all the right things. What has he got to do, Gecko? The floor is yours. Look, what has he got to do this the year? The first one or two years I saw uh, Nicky play in the twos, I was thinking this guy could be a Sam Mitchell type. He was just looked like a natural accumulator of the ball. No, not at all. I, just the way he gathered possessions after Big possessions. Call. And he looked above VFL standards. Uh, that's a... 
Okay, keep going. He is above VFL standard. His confidence in his career was set back by Malthouse. He just didn't give a bar of him, and he just was sitting in the twos for too long. I don't know how detrimental that was, but he certainly struggled last year. Um, I just hope he um, he finds that form. He, he, he's a confidence player too, I think. I'm worried for him. Yeah, I am too. I I'm like I like everything him. about I, him. I'm genuinely worried for him. Like you said, you know, he's a you know, you don't want to see anyone leave your club, but um yeah, is there better opportunities for him elsewhere? I'm not sure if any other club would pick him up. Um we've injected a lot of speed in, into our team. Uh and that's something he doesn't have. And I also believe he's a little bit uh, second guesses himself, ball in hand. He's not quick enough. He second guesses. He second guesses himself, and Nick needs to go quick. Go quick. Go exact quick. Spot on. You, oh, I'm, you've taken the words out of my mouth. He's like a quarterback who hangs onto the ball for too long, and he gets sacked. That's split second. That's you've not got, a lot. You've got to just see the option, take the option. Mm. If he can find that, if he can find that, then. Well, then he's a chance to get absolutely. out of that twilight zone in between the VFL and I think that's absolutely. a confidence thing with him. I think he yeah, well, definitely has that. Well, he's got to do it. He's got to do it. I think Cripps has not helped his career either because I think that's the sort of role he probably thought he'd be playing. Yeah. He should have helped him. He should have helped him in that area, though. I no, mean, yeah. I would have thought that the two of them could have worked it out beautifully. And uh, look, he sat in the reserves last year for far too long for my liking. Nick Graham? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 33 is Jared Pickett. Hasn't played any senior footy yet. Enormous talent. Unbelievable upside if he can he's ever got, get his He's head got a wild factor about He has, he has. But he's got to bring it. He's um, pick four. Yeah, no, he's an unbelievable talent. But he's... He Byron Pickett's relation. Yeah. yeah. Pick four in that 2014 no. shocking draft. <laughs> shocking draft. Uh, Andrew Phillips is going to have a um, delayed start to the season. Uh, he showed enough last year, didn't yeah. he, to suggest that... He could be he could be a yeah. very serviceable. With him? He's got the uh, ankle. He's had the yeah. He's got something wrong with his foot. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I like him. Compliments cruiser, um, competitor. Can and can kick a goal. Can go forward. He can, can take kick a, a goal. Can, so yeah. no, I'm, yep. I've got no knock on Ed. Phillips. Just get your body right, son, and and just get games under your belt. Agree or disagree right. with any of this at the Carlton Show on Twitter. Follow us. Let us know. And we'll let you know when we're on um, iTunes, and you can you can rate us. What's we, iTunes? It's a thing. And okay. when you rate us, there's an option to have like one star or five stars. We prefer five. So if you just if you're just in passing and you're listening to us and you think sound like nice blokes, you know, bags in. Gecko, yeah. they sound like oh, good I'm fellas. I'm happy with three and a half. Go and whack. No, no, we Start want four or five. Half. Four or five. <laughs> Work your steer way clear of the bottom. <laughs> steer clear of the one or two. Get up to the four or five. Uh, let us know um, whether you agree or disagree with any of our assessments on Twitter at the Carlton Show. Um, Thirty-five. Again, can anyone do? Is there a player in the league, not just at Carlton? Is there a player in the league who has made more out of his God-given talents than Ed Kerno? I'll put my hand up as a bloke who was riding him like no other a few years ago. Yeah. Wanted him out of the side, um, believed that him and Carrazzo in the same side didn't work. It had to be one or the other. Um, 
What he's done in the last three years is remarkable. He is an absolute workhorse. He's a bit better than that, though, I reckon. Oh, I reckon that's sure. underselling. He's, he's turned no, no, himself no. into yeah. it. That's what you're Bazzi's Oh, you weren't finished? Sorry. I thought you were done. Right. Yeah, and he's adjusted himself. He will... The the running, the, the what do they call it? The, the gut, gut running. Gut running. He does all that. He When he comes off the ground, he's spent. Hmm. He leaves nothing, nothing on the ground. He's just a remarkable bloke, remarkable player. Glad we've got him at the club. And again... If you're a young player at Carlton, mm-hmm. follow this fella. Follow him, learn from him, and you'll be a much better player, much better person. And, uh, yeah, he is an absolute beauty. I think, got was he in top three? No, generally, he's every, year he's, every year he's now. BNF? Yeah. Top three, top four, top five? I can like tell you exactly where he finished last year. He finished fifth last year, but he's, yeah. he's, a, he's a perennial top five. Yeah. And, and, and I reckon Boltz absolutely loves him. Uh, yeah. I know what I'd go as far as to say he's, he's, he's almost the first pick the consummate pro yeah. he's almost the first pick 36 is um, Paddy Kerr I, I wanted to kick Silvani in the nuts that he had to make us wait as late as he did in the national draft to name Patrick Kerr as a Carlton player he should be playing for Carlton his family's commitment and contribution to the Carlton Football Club is incredible and he is a high character young man lead up power forward whether he can you know, shape himself into an AFL player is going to be the big challenge for him. But he's made of all the right things, his kids. So I'm very much a hoping for the okay. very best for well, him. He's yeah. got a beautiful set shot kicking a beautiful action. Kick, beautiful hand. Great scratches. Great scratches. And kicks it beautifully. Mm. He's just got to hopefully find a way at AFL level of getting his hands on the well, VFL is a beautiful start for well, him. Why did he go 61? Because he's a at, at the moment, he, the view on Patrick Kerr is that he's a one-position player. That he's a genuine, big-bodied key target. Lockett played one position. Well, the game's changed a little bit since then, Bagsy. Okay. I'd like to think that it hasn't, but St Kilda are hoping it has with Paddy McCartan. They took him number one, so I'm not saying Paddy, our Paddy's as good as their Paddy, but he's a good player, and hopefully he gets a crack at it. Uh, 37 is Daniel Gorringe. He's going to get a crack at it, Daniel Gorringe, at the start of the year until Phillips is ready to come back in. Um, is he good enough? Have we seen enough from Daniel Gorringe to get anyone excited that he might be able to be a bit better than just a top-up player when required? Um, I think a bloke like him is extremely handy to have on your list. And, um, you know, I don't want to denigrate him, but he'd be coming pretty cheap, I'd imagine. Mm. Got thrown a lifeline when he left. Or Gold got, Coast. Gold Coast, yep. So I would say he hasn't got a Ruckman's body. He almost seems like a... He's light, isn't he? Yeah, he seems light. I don't know whether that'll ever change. Um, but you've got to have a bloke like him on your list, I believe. He's, he, I, I don't mind having him on it. I've, no, I've got no, no, I've got no qualms squad, having him on the list. Uh, like he, he made but the most of his... Few games he played last year, you certainly knew he was out on the ground. He was he was sort of putting himself in the in the play, and you know it looked like he knew where he was going, what he was doing. Mm. So you know, it's he's an elite runner. I believe. I oh, know he's an unbelievable athlete yeah. for a man of his two hundred something centimeters. Plus. I just worry him against like a Goldstein, like a against yeah, a McAvoy. They're, jump, they're you know? jumping over the top of him. Well, you, getting them, you wouldn't want to get no. you wouldn't get body on body no, with them. No, not but. not twenty five meters out from their goal, no. you're in trouble. Yeah, um, Kieran Byrne. Terrible knee injury, 38, number 38. Um, sky's the limit, I reckon. 
we just got to get him back fit and healthy and then and it was him so freaking innocuous the way no, it happened no, no, that's no. what shit me the most yeah, yeah no he looks first, our first a bloody good player a lot of people at Carlton are very Apologies excited about him yeah, yeah. there's going to be more of that uh, 39 there could be some swearing here Dale Thomas last year for Dale Thomas he's got the trigger clause so we don't know what what the, would he mean the trigger clause he's got a trigger clause in the contract that we I think well, I don't know whether it was news when it broke. Maybe some people did know about it, but hadn't necessarily reported it. But if he hits unknown KPIs or targets or whatever word you want to use for it in 2016, then he automatically gets another contract in 2017. He gets an automatically gets another contract well, in 2018. Unless those KPIs are set very low, he's got Buckley's based on last year's form. In fact... I thought it was almost an honourable thing for him to have just sat in the coach's office last year and looked him in the eye and said, Coach, I'm not up to it anymore. Because if you're a midfielder come 800 around a year player and you're picking up 8 to 12 possessions a game and that's the best you can do, you're kidding yourself. No one's walking away from seven hundred and fifty thousand yeah, a year. I, I said, it, oh, I said, honourable thing to do. One. I wouldn't be doing it, but not, not the business thing to do. But that's look, my opinion. No, I had a good old think. I had a pretty that. good old think about him today, and I think around about five or six years ago, he was probably in the best six players in the league. Ross Lyon said he was the best. Well. I don't care what Ross says. I'm I'm well, saying in the best six. Well, if Ross was here right now, yeah. we'd be listening to Ross. Care, I'd you. probably yeah. care about and what he, he said. Spent some time at Carlton. Don't forget. Yeah, I'm not potting Ross, but you I'm just saying. Ross. You said I you didn't care what you just had a crack at him. I'm not a crack at him. I'm just saying that he, he was probably he in the best six players in the league. Now we got him. There was doubts about his fitness. His foot came to us. Massive contract. Hurt himself round one against Richmond a couple of years ago. Whatever, right? So that didn't. You know, uh, that didn't help him. But he played 18 games last year. Mm. 18 games. Now, without looking, I'm, I venture to say he didn't finish in the top 10 in the BNF. No. He didn't impact one game. 18 games, Dale Thomas plays at Carlton in a side that is, I'm not saying that they're mediocre, but if he, can't, if he can't finish top 10 after playing 18 games of footy, then his career is well and truly, um, yeah, no. yeah could go, be done. Go, go on, go on. it's gone. And, and if I mean, he stays, if he look, stays, he's not going to get seven fifty. He'd be on two fifty. Well, he's got it. Well, it's a <laughs> nice contract. Well, he's got. Who knows what the contract says? Look, he's another one. There's three or four blokes on this list who need to pull a rabbit out of the hat. Dale he's Thomas one. is one of them. He's, he's one. one of them. And, you know? and let's just hope there's enough pressure being put on the team this year, that he doesn't get a game if he plays to that standard. Yeah, fair enough. It's fair Car- car kick over a jam team. No, look, he's been, he's been cruel. His foot slash ankle, it's cruel. But I mean, you know what? Can I just say one thing on, in defence of him? Hmm. The club gave him the contract. No, there's no doubt about that. No, so, yeah, no. We sought after, or some, well, he sought after him. Right. Who? Who are, you, who are you pointing at? God. Oh, there's this bloke on the TV before. He's got a white Mick moustache. Mick He's got a grey moustache. You yeah, let to mention his name. Oh, Mickey. Mickey. Mickey threw him a lifeline. Mm-hmm. And plenty of superannuation. And you know what? We're paying for it yep. dearly. He probably thought he was going to be a lot better than what he was. But you know what? At the end of the day, mate, 18 games, not a top 10. Oh, so number 40 is Jesse Glass McCasker. Number 40, who we haven't seen, is rookie list of play. In fact, there's a bunch of rookies here that round off the list. 41 is not one of those. Levi Casbolt, has he got 
has he got something that we haven't seen yet? Have we seen every have we seen every trick that can possibly be applied to Levi Caswell to make him the player that, you know, in our fantasy lands we all think he can be? I guess we've always had one of these guys in the team over the years that we've watched Carlton where you you're kind of wishing like a spook galt. Remember spook? Oh yeah, of course. Like they, they can take the clunk and Peter you just Sator- hold your Peter breath Sator- while I go back for the kick and you don't know what's going to happen. Alan Montgomery. Who's the guy with the glasses? Yeah, Gary Southcombe. Look, superstar. If, 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 and we've been saying this for five years, if he can find a way to mechanically get his kicking action correct, then who knows? You know the thing about him? 30, 40 goals. You're 100% right because if he starts kicking goals, he takes three times as many marks. Absolutely. He, he is a product of his kicking. If he kicks the ball okay, he marks everything. If he misses one early, you can just about and, and I look, I'm barracking we're all barracking so hard for yep. Levi Caswell because he seems like a really decent man. But um and you can't, you can't support it too. I mate, I'll, I'll, again I I'm I'm a I like what I know about Levi Casbolt. But it's a ruthless business this and they have stockpiled young key forward talent and they're stockpiling it. The pressure's going to come to bear. He's been given games. Not given games. He's, he's earned games by virtue of the fact that the list has been threadbare you know, in that department for a long time now. Um, but he's not going to get those games. If Mackay comes on and Kerno comes on and you know, they Jack, decide McCready or they, they, Sylvani and yeah. they push a couple of these other tallish blokes around the place. Oh, the thing to his advantage is he can pinch hit in the ruck. And that's right. He can so look, that. that makes him at least have another oh. asset that he can, can give he? to the team. And it he? means they can play one ruckman plus him. It means they can put another player on the ground. He but can do it for about five minutes. Let's can't just do it for see. Let's just McKay see. might be a better option well, to pinch hit in the we ruck. We don't know. Okay. Uh, number 42 is another rookie, Kim. They, they call him LeBoyce at Carlton. It's definitely LeBois. <laughs> uh, it's LeBois, but they're all saying LeBoyce. We'll wait and see. But if you haven't already done it, you need to go and have a look at this kid's highlight reel. It is the – here's a big statement. It's the best two-minute highlight reel of any player I've ever seen drafted in their draft year. Really? Oh, my God, mate. It was, again, middle he's doing it against under-18 comp and reserve grade level over in South Australia. But the stuff that he was doing, he's chopping those opposition players to pieces. I'm seeing potential cult hero. Yeah, he's little, but I'm wishing him all the best. Um, 43, Simon White. Again, honest. You know, honest as the day's long. Warrior. Warrior. You know, had knee problem after knee problem after knee problem. Loves the club. You know, I mean, uh, is he the most uh, skillful player? No. Is he, you know, I mean, we know who he is. Um, But he's in the twilight of his career. And how old is he? Oh, I'd be, he'd be, I don't know, 28, 29, something like that. Twilight's a bit, a bit early to be giving you twilight. I oh, know he's nearly 29. Eh. Yeah. I suppose he's look, approaching twilight. Look, it's getting darker anyway. Because we've got all those guys we mentioned yeah. in the back line, and he predominantly is a back line player. I know he's played some run with roles, but and tried to play stopper roles up the other end. Um, Whitey, uh, his days could be numbered. For the time being, though, he's got a role. He's a he's a role player on the list. He's yeah, a worthy. He's, he's an honest he, player. He, he deserves his spot on the list. You're going to look at the opposition, and you're going to see what you're going to need one week to the next. He's he's going to get jobs to do. But yep. Um, yep. 
he might not be guaranteed a game every week. Four players to go through them are rookies. Alex Silvani, we've discussed you know, what he's going to do. He can be just a good role player. Andrew Gallucci, who's been given another rookie-listed spot. So they see something. They don't want to let him go just yet. Did his shoulder last year. Did his shoulder last year. Matt Korchek's the big American out of the University of Arizona. Good luck to you, Matt. Uh, enjoy your time in Australia. Uh, the only other listed player is number 46, Matthew Wright. Had a great season yeah, last year. Couldn't have done it 22 anymore, games. Could couldn't have yeah. led the I think goal he played 22 games. Led the goal kicking. Well, he kicked more than Casbolt. <laughs> well, that's right. There you go. Where did he finish in our B? He finished top 10 in the BNF, didn't he? Oh, he had right, to equal yeah. six had with to equal six. Equal yeah. six, there you go. So, I had yeah, a very, so very productive year for him. Uh, terrific. Now, if you've, if you've listened to the entire hour and 28 minutes of this, Jeez. you're a hero. We oh, won't yeah. be going this long. Uh, but we are going to be talking Carlton. That's what the Carlton show is all about. We are talking nothing but Carlton. Uh, and if you get sick and tired of listening to all the other stuff everywhere else, and you just need an hour of your week dedicated to just hearing Carlton people having a Carlton conversation, um, tune in next week. Um, we'll have a JLT game to talk about as well. We'll actually have some football to talk about. It'd be yeah. interesting to see the yeah. 28 or 29 players they select for that game, whether yeah. how many of the young blokes are in there. Yeah, so excited. We are. Bagsy, Thank I'll you. see you next week. No worries, mate. Sweet. Thanks. Kickman Parbuster, I'll Good see you next up, week. Boys. He didn't get his... Um... What? He's player. Him? What? To pick a player? Oh, you got to pick a player. Black book player. Yeah, yours. He's got I, I Charlie like, Kurnow's got him. I've got Harry McCoy. I like McCready, got, and got it, it might not be this year, but think he he's gonna be he's gonna be a black swan, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a movie, isn't it? That, this has been the Carlton Show. The first. It will get better, folks. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, let us know what you think on Twitter at the Carlton Show. We'll see you next week. And they will know that they've been playing against the famous old dark blues. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.